Well, hello, gorgeous one. Welcome to Bombshell Radio. Here, we combine pleasure and purpose to liberate women into their divine assignment of being the fullest expression of fierce femininity. My name is Jackie Lacroix. I believe that pleasure is a life force. Beauty is for you, and your sexual design is the key to your greatest fulfillment and calling. I'm the author of the best-selling book, The Bombshell Manifesto, and I've mentored women in body, beauty, business, and intimacy with God, themselves, and men for over 10 years. Each week, you'll receive a different edition of Bombshell Radio, focusing on one of these areas, all designed to inspire you and help you optimize every area of your feminine design so that you can live your biggest, most beautiful life. If you've been longing for a place where you can merge your spirituality and your sexuality and enter a conversation that honors your body, your beauty, your business savvy, and your faith, welcome home. Let's get started. And the first cycle I want to teach you guys is one that actually came up as I was creating the others. I was trying to come up with one for, well, not trying, they were kind of coming through very easily, but I was writing out all six cycles for all of these six areas, body, beauty, intimacy, men, money, mission. And then I realized there's a theme to this. There's a bigger cycle. Okay. So I'm going to draw this and then I'll turn around and explain it. This is Very, very, I want to make sure you guys can see this. Very, 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 very important. Now, I'm not going to deep dive into some of the things that I teach in depth elsewhere. But if you follow me around the internet, you'll probably see me talking about women receiving and creating. These are two of the most core innate abilities of women. Okay. Again, and I'm on YouTube, so I'm going to be very, very, very polite. Okay. Lots and lots of euphemisms. But in intimacy, the female role is generally to receive something and to create something from it. Now, we're in a broken world. Things don't work as they should, right? So quite frankly, we're trying to live out the most accurate design we could can in a world where, unfortunately, it's like it's only going to work but so far because not everything has been restored in the way that it will be in the future, yes? So we're doing our best, right? So some of you are like, if you're struggling with fertility or you have create can be a source of pain, right? Or if you're single and you want to get married and have children, that can be a very, very tender, sore area, right? But I want you then to, to, if you can, and I know it's difficult at times, to step a little bit back from that particular context and see these words in a broader sense of receiving from life, receiving from God, receiving maybe it's income, receiving love, receiving care, all of the things, and creating something with it, okay? Now, the areas we do this in, I have my notes over here, are the six areas that I've described, and they also break down beautifully into four I's, okay, as in the letter I. So watch this. So I'm going to write them over here as you have heard me describe them now over and over. It's repetition is how we learn. Okay, body, beauty, intimacy, and men. Oh, tomorrow's going to be so much fun, you guys. So excited for these topics, but today's gonna be awesome too. Okay, 
body, beauty, intimacy, men, money, mission. And I would kind of sum these up, okay, even more succinctly as image. And I think I used the word intimacy also because if I weren't on YouTube, this would be a shorter, more succinct, more obvious word. But since we're here, it's intimacy twice, okay? And over here, income, aka money, and impact, aka mission, okay? So what I love is the, <laughs> is the infinity symbol. I think it's the coolest symbol. It happens to be my favorite number eight turned on its side, and I think it's the bomb. Someone recently told me that, is it in like Chinese or something? It means gold or something. Anyway, very cool and very helpful. This won't make sense quite yet, but focus on receive and create still, okay? A lot of times what we're told in these bogus solutions that we find or that someone on the internet, and I know I'm on the internet too, so no hate to internet people, but you know those sites where you're like, if you'll just click here in the next 30 seconds, hey, Sharice, it's going to be confetti coming down from the ceiling and a million dollars wired to your bank account and the love of your life standing in front of you and you won't have had to do a thing, right? Or it's like, if you will just get over every single human frailty you've ever had in your life and commit to this unbelievably difficult boot camp style thing. And if you're not a wimp and you're tough enough to make it through, you'll succeed, right? Like, ugh, you know, I just, yeah. So, but we've been told that we've often been told, <laughs> please go with me here. This is so deep and important. So I'm going to explain it and then we're going to kind of break it down and make sure you guys really internalize this. We've been told to invert these, okay? Now, we don't necessarily recognize this consciously, but if you look at most of the advice that's out there, this is what we've been told. Create what's on this side. Create an ideal body. Create the standard of beauty that everybody requires that's necessary for you to be wanted, right? Create intimacy, right? Like, give it to him. Allow him to have it bargain with it, negotiate with it, manipulate with it, right? If you will create this, then you can sit back and receive men, a relationship, money, like it's just going to magically appear, and mission, like a sense of purpose will just spontaneously drop from the sky. Women will come to me and they are expecting for this to come on a platter. And I'm not saying you can't receive it with ease, but I see a lot of women in passivity here, and an overwork here, right? And, and sometimes they'll say, well, I'm not having the results that I want with men, with money, and with mission. So it must be because I've got to get over here and I've got to create a better body. I've got to be hotter. And I need to, you know, mm -hmm, you know, more, okay? So, like, let's just time out, pause. Can you drop in past the kind of logical frameworks I'm constructing and just... Remember, because I'm sure you've experienced it, I certainly have, the degree of resentment, like, oh, you know, that that creates. In order to be loved, provided for, and have significance and importance, I have to meet some kind of standard and put myself on a platter, and I hope they like me. Right? We've inverted this. We think if we just create something sufficient out of ourselves over here, then maybe just from existing, we'll be able to magically receive men, money, and a sense of self, a sense of purpose, a sense of importance on, on earth, right? What I want you guys to do instead 
without any, you know, finger gestures toward the incorrect solutions, okay, is invert this so that it's now actually as it was at first, although I, I want to leave that there so you guys understand and kind of recall that, but the correct version is as it is written, where we are actually going to learn to, by the time we're done today, receive body, beauty, intimacy, okay, you might not even know how or what that means, but we're going to get there, and then take a little bit more action, proactiveness with men, money, and mission, but it's not going to feel like what I just described, where you're kind of feeling violated because the work you do over here to receive, all of this is internal, all of this is within you, is going to put you in a position of such high internal self-worth, such value, such empowerment, that you're going to approach these three areas in a totally different energy. And that is how you will be able to receive them quite easily. It's not saying we're not going to take action. It's saying we're not going to have to fight. We're not going to have to beg. We're not going to have to plead. We're not going to have to I don't like the word settle because I think it's misunderstood, misconstrued, but that sense of like, I know this isn't right for me, but I guess I'll take it, right? If we will instead receive in these areas, then creating in these areas will become a breeze. But when I talk to women and they're sitting there passively wondering why the love of their life and their dream job and their ultimate life purpose hasn't just walked in and they're just either, they're either pushing themselves in these areas or they've just given up on it, right? Like, you know what? Fine. If what he wants is a certain body type, a certain image and all of that, I don't want to play, right? I don't want to play that game. Okay. So what does that do? It creates a cycle. So there's think in cycles, this whole next two days, I want you to think in cycles. If we get this incorrect, okay, I'm just going to draw this temporarily. Hope you guys can see it. Yes. If we create in these areas, like desperation energy, full on, and we're hoping to receive this out of our desperation energy, okay? It's like it's it's an infinite loop of misery. <laughs> That's a strong description, but does it not feel that way? It's like, what do you want me to do? You know, I've tried. I've put on the dress and the lipstick and the heels and gone and stood against the wall awkwardly at the party, Jackie. No one talks to me, right? And man, I'm going to have so much fun with you guys tomorrow in that area. I have so much to say. So it's like it's, we're either going to be in a broken loop because our design's inaccurate and we're just like, oh, suffering, bad results, negative. So we give up. So we get even worse results. Like it's, it's a bad loop or becomes a positive loop if we switch it, right? Well, I'm going to leave that because I want you guys, if you're taking notes, to be able to see this. Please take notes. This is, if you can master this, oh my gosh, life is going to be so much more fun. Okay. Opposite cycle, right? We receive, and I'm going to show you how to do this, so don't freak out if you're like, I don't, you know, know how to receive my body. That doesn't make any sense, right? Like, receive body, beauty, intimacy, like internal. That, um, I don't love the word goddess either, because, you know, people just misunderstand so many of these words. But that energy of, like, coming into yourself as a woman and healing the deepest parts of your soul, of your physical embodied femininity, the more you receive in this area, creating over here is going to become a breeze. And sometimes, and we're going to deal with this at the end of the day tomorrow, uh, it almost can feel like it's getting a little out of control. So don't freak out because I've got solutions for that too. But it's like 
Oh, okay. If I really care for my body and I explode my beauty and I'm so open to intimacy in all of it, the forms of the word with God, myself, men, like, oh boy, this comes in like, like crazy, you know, and then I gotta, it's a lot. Okay. So this is critical. And the way I've broken these down, if you prefer to think in four eyes versus the full six image, we can put body and beauty under image. Right. And, and we're going to talk about that today, how women accidentally attribute to beauty pressures that they're then putting on their body that have nothing to do with their body care. Okay. And intimacy, right? So image and intimacy, income and impact. I don't have men in there, but whatever. And you want to talk about like receiving in the sense of something coming in from an outside source. You can kind of think of, <laughs> I don't like thinking of men as income, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like you're receiving, this is all you, this is all you, this is external. Income or, or men, if you can think of a word for men that starts with I, help me out, right? Like it's coming in. <laughs> you can just say incoming. Um, <laughs> not going to go there. We're on YouTube. Okay. So ink, like things that are coming in or impact things that are going out. So this is the outside world essentially. And this is your inner world. Okay. So that's your first cycle. And I, so therefore I actually have seven, please write that down. I will leave it up and I'm going to keep working on down this way, but I want you guys to, to understand that design is what dictates whether or not something works. So if something isn't working and I teach on this in other contexts, if you guys are familiar with the word sin, like <laughs> I think almost everyone is, even if you didn't grow up in a religious context, but sin often carries as a word this incredible connotation of shame and bad and you terrible person and you know you, you're no longer welcome here and you better get out, which there are biblical, you know, I get it, that's there. But according to my Bible scholar friends, the word sin itself in the Hebrew actually means missing the mark. Like still when I say that, it blows my mind. And when I first learned it, it was absolutely game changing. Because look, let's imagine there's a mark. Ta-da! Such a good artist. Told you I had design skills. Incredibly formal mark. Yes? So what does that mean? To me, mark means design. Like, there's a thing that works. Yes? A mark has, well, depends on the context, but in this context, missing the mark, like a target. We call it a target. Having a target has so much less, do you guys agree with this? A connotation of shame than sin. Oh my gosh. Sinful person. You sinner right? Like, oh, it's a target and I missed it. What do you do? And I don't know how many of you have ever done archery, but what do you do if you're, I play basketball, play, played occasionally. I'll pick up a ball and still remember how to shoot, but there's a sense of like, if you miss, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, unless it's like the top championships or something, you miss, you shoot again. Yes. There's no shame. There's no blame. Hopefully you're not on with anybody on your team who's awful like that. Like there's just, okay, shoot again, right? You missed, try again. And I love that because to me, when you have a relationship with God, which is one of the cores of the things that I teach, like you have that opportunity. You just try again, you know? So we get all in our heads and what happens when we feel a sense of shame? We want to run because we're ashamed. So if, if thinking of things in the terms of sin has been hindering you and your ability to grow into everything that you're here on earth to be, Start thinking of it as I missed the target. That's okay. I've got an endless quiver. I'm just going to shoot again. Yes. So if the mark is 
relatively small. Yes. And you could say if we're talking in the sense of design, there's different marks in different areas of life. Like there's different targets that you're going to want to hit in different areas, right? There's like the, what design looks like in these different categories of life obviously looks different. How you're going to make money is not going to look like what it's like in bed, right? <laughs> okay. It's, it's a different mark. So all of this is not the mark, right? So when women are struggling with all of these solutions that they're coming to me saying, I've tried this and I've tried that and I've tried this, what's happening is they're like, you know, they're shooting the target and they keep missing, which is fine because that's what practice and growth looks like. But when you've been sold that this thing over here is actually the target and it's not, right? Like this is the design that's going to get you the results you want. But in reality, it's over here. You're going to be shooting at something that doesn't even work and you're going to be so frustrated. And when I read dating books or weight loss books, and I don't really, frankly, but when I used to, ah, the frustration, you know? So it's very rare to find something that is accurate. And accuracy, as we're kind of uncovering here, is everything. Because when something's design is functioning as it should be, we can get somewhere. Okay? Is this making sense? See your comments coming in? Okay, good. Awesome. That means you can also hear me, which is always good news. So let's get into where do I want to go here. Here's what I want to do first. I want to give you a five minute pause, partly because I'm going to go turn down the air conditioner. And also I want you to think, in fact, I'm going to describe it to you a little bit first before I go. I want you to think in terms of the two identities of a woman who is here. She's free. And again, it's never perfect, but we can get closer. And how many of you know, like, what other games are there? Is it horseshoes or like one of those games where you roll a ball, right? If you get close, it's a lot better than when you're really far off or even golf. You know, you're like your ball's in the pond versus it's okay. Five feet from the hole. That's a lot easier to deal with. Yes. So we're not aiming for perfection, but we're trying to approach an accurate design that works. Okay. So thinking of these six areas, body, Beauty, intimacy, men, money, mission. And I rarely find a woman who's only struggling in one. If she's only struggling in one, she's done a lot of work on herself, which is amazing and does happen and is possible. But the woman who's stuck in any of these areas is a woman who is in bondage. Okay. You guys know that feeling. I know that feeling. It sucks. You wake up in the morning and like maybe for half of an instant, you're happy. And then you look down at the body that you're in and you're not right. If that's an area that you're struggling in, or you get up and you look in the mirror and you see your face and you're not, you know, or you do your best to put on a cute outfit and some makeup as best you know how, and you head to work. And the guy you like is still flirting with the woman who's got about 15 coats of foundation, right? Or you're married and you're with your husband and you know, it's been a while. And you know that you need to kind of give him what everybody tells you he needs. And so you fake it, you go through with it, you lay there, you know, like, like that sucks. I mean, I'm just going to be a little blunt. It sucks. No one like, ew, right? Like, and God bless people who are like, you know what, just be content and just be, you know, faithful and blah, 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 blah. And there, there is a lot to that because that's what's required to keep inching toward design right? But I don't want you to stay there. And I often hear people teach that as almost an um, idealization of complacency. 
I don't think we were designed for complacency, for contentment and joy in the journey. Yes. For giving up and saying, I guess this is as good as it gets. I don't think so. If we are made in the image of God and he's a creator, we're creators too. And creators generally don't sit on their behinds all day, just surfing through their phones, giving up on life. They're creators. They have an innate ability and urge to make something, to make it better, to make it work, to make it in alignment with a design. Yes. Right. It's beautiful. But if we don't feel that, we feel here, right? And when we get into it tomorrow, so you guys are welcome, even though we're going to just kind of go deep on these three topics today. In this exercise, if you also want to consider your relationships with men, which obviously, whether you're single, dating, married, it's always men, right? Unless you live somewhere where there aren't any, and I'm not aware of any places like that, nor do I want to be there, you know? Are you just not getting any kind of action or activity in your dating life and it's defeating? And you see guys who you dated at one time who now move on with the next chick and it's like, I mean, did I miss something? You know what I mean? Am I not good enough? Did I like what, what I, I tried really hard, but I tried to not try, but I also tried, right? Like why, why? Or if your marriage is slowly, slowly distancing into that like roommate situation, which is why you maybe feel a little bit of guilt. Like you need to kick it up a notch over here, even though you really don't want to, because you've lost the connection. Yes. Money. Money struggles, absolute misery, a lot of fear there too. A sense of, am I going to be able to survive, right? Massive stress, which can then play into all the other areas. So these are all connected. And then mission. Mission almost feels sometimes like, um, like a luxury. Do you guys ever feel that? Like, wow, it'd be really nice if in addition to the career I have that's working and, you know, I'm, I'm healthy enough and I'm either okay with being single for now or my marriage is just kind of chugging along. It would be cool if I had a sense of doing something in the world. It would be cool if I had a sense that I'm here for a reason, that I'm making a difference, but you know, it's okay. Like life is good enough, right? Some people have a major crisis over this, right? Especially with COVID when that happened, not that it's, I don't know if it's over or not at this point, kind of depends on who you ask, but like when the things that we have built in order to construct a life that at least externally looks like we've done it. Yes, we've gotten married, we've had the children, we have the job, like, you know, on the LinkedIn profile, it looks like we're there, but we're not happy. And we don't have a sense of, but why? Like, why am I here? And do I matter? Am I not just interchangeable for the next employee or the next wife or the whatever, right? And when COVID came through and wiped out so many people's jobs, as you've probably seen in articles, there was a massive mental health crisis for many reasons, of course, stress, et cetera. But one of them was, what is the point of all this? If I can't depend on the safety of the world, my health, the like livingness, the existence of my friends and family, my career, my job, my income, like what, like, what does humanity consist of then, right? It really messed with some people. So sometimes this is a luxury, sometimes it's a total crisis point. But what I want you to do, and I understand this isn't going to be that much fun, but if you can get into the mentality of like hurts so good <laughs> and really see going into areas that are difficult as how and when you make the change and transformation, writing out how you have felt in bondage in your body, in your beauty, in your intimate relationships or lack thereof, right? In your relationships with men whether you're single, dating, married, whatever, in your relationship with money and in your sense of mission and purpose, we're going to be able to have something to work with, right? We're going to be able to have something to work with because you know, 
when I start talking, all these metaphors come to me, guys, so bear with me. When you're designing something, unless you're an architect, and we are not actually the architect generally, right? God's the architect. You need materials to build with, right? You need to know, okay, I understand the direction, like what area am I trying to improve? What's the goal, right? So we're going to get to that in a second, but we're first going to start here. What am I working with right now? Okay, I'm working with a body that feels a little overweight, or maybe I'm not overweight, but I just feel out of shape, or whatever, right? I'm working with an appearance that um, I haven't paid much attention to, or I have paid a ton of attention to, and and yet it feels like I have to put it on in order to be loved. Um, you know, each of these areas, your intimate life, men, money, mission, go into where does it feel like you're stuck? Bondage is a strong word, but I know some of you have probably got some very deep, painful realities, past experiences that you've not been able to get out of your system mentally or physically, right? Where it just feels like, yeah, actually it does feel like I'm literally tied up. I'm shackled. I'm, I'm like, there's something that is weighing me down massively in this area. And I would love this sense of liberate. I would love the sense of freedom. I would love the sense of release from this. Go there. These are your raw materials. We're going to add some, don't worry. We're not just creating something out of, you know, what can feel like a just big pile of not so great stuff. But if you will be honest, if you guys know body stewardship, when I teach body stewardship, this is the state of stewardship kind of, but it's in all of the different areas. What's, what's going on? What's going on? Okay. So take five minutes and journal that down or you can if you want to think it you can think it i get it it's more powerful to write it okay so take five minutes to do that and then we're going to come back and we're going to paint a beautiful picture of what freedom is going to look like for you and then we're going to dive into the three cycles that either keep us stuck or give us breakthroughs in body beauty and intimacy today's episode is brought to you by the bombshell manifesto the Bombshell Manifesto is a two-time number one best-selling book, and it's where I really teach the philosophy of the biblical bombshell. After spending years in ministry and now more years running my life coaching business, I see so many young women and even women well into their lives just floundering and kind of flopping around in some of the essential areas of God-created femininity such as their relationship with God, their relationship with their bodies, their relationship with men, with sex, with beauty, with their finances. And I just don't think we have time for that. I think that we are called to do such big things for God while we're here. We've got to get these areas under control, locked on, so we can move forward toward our exciting assignments and massive callings in life. So in this book, I really give you the behind the scenes of my personal journey, struggling with what God was calling me to be as a woman, going back and forth around the over-sexualized ideas of femininity or the completely asexual versions we often see in the church where we're not supposed to talk about that tough stuff. I lead you through the research and the history around the concept of a bombshell, a few personal visions and ideas I have around it, and then the scripture that God puts in front of us as how he wants us to understand the important role we play as women. Do you know that a woman was the way that the Savior came into the world and was the first evangelist of his resurrection and then ascension? This is a big deal, ladies. So 
hop over to bombshellmanifesto.com. Now you can find this book on Amazon, but if you go through bombshellmanifesto.com, I've got a couple extra fun free bonuses and ways that you can actually get free trainings and audios that take this whole concept deeper. We walk through the 12 pillars of a biblical bombshell, addressing tough areas of life like opening to vulnerability and intimacy, understanding beauty and God's calling for it, getting deeper into our confidence and our security, committing to a relationship with God that blows our minds and more. What I see so much from women and hear from them, and quite frankly, I hear it from men who are looking for a woman to marry or they want their wife to come alive in the way they know that she can, is that there's some kind of tapped-in femininity that is out there that is possible but that's incredibly difficult to find. Women long to be it, men long to find it, and this is the calling that we have as women. This is what we're able and even asked to step into, required, I would say, to step into to live out everything God has for us. But I see so many women who are stuck in mediocrity and are told that that kind of complacency is contentment and that's where they should stay and they should just be happy with it and, you know, that's life. I don't think that's what God's asking. I don't think that's what we're here to do. And I don't think we have any more time to waste. So join me over at bombshellmanifesto.com. Let's light this thing on fire. Let's get out into the world and do what we're supposed to do. Do what we can do. Be fully who God has called us to be. The bottom line is this. The entire world is obsessed with women, and they should be. That's the way it's designed. We are the ones who continue life, who continue the human race. We are always going to be attracting people's attention. We are always going to be shaping human beings, shaping culture, and pointing people toward something. The question is, what are we pointing them toward? Have we completely released and activated every area of our God-designed femininity to do those things well? I hope you'll join me. I think there's no more important calling on this earth as a woman than to live out her full God-given design and to use it to point people to Him. So let's get this thing started. Let's set ourselves free. Let's set our families free. And let's light the world ablaze with the truth that is only in the gospel. I'll see you at bombshellmanifesto.com.